It's Amy's Table, a girl's guide to living with Amy Tobin on Q102. Pull up a chair and join us. Well, I met our first guest today probably when I first started in my cooking school career, and he's Chef George Geary, and I couldn't be more happy that he's joining me on Amy's Table this morning. George is an award-winning chef, a best-selling author, a renowned educator, and a former pastry chef for the Walt Disney Company. George is a certified culinary professional and, in fact, was recently named Culinary Educator of the Year by the International Association of Culinary Professionals. He rubs shoulders with all kinds of culinary luminaries, stars, celebrities. He travels the world on cruise ships. He's just a really interesting guy with a great perspective on food. And he's joining me today to talk about his latest book, which is L.A.'s Legendary Restaurants. George, welcome to Amy's Table. Thank you so much. It's great talking to you again. It's been a few years. It's been a few years, but I've got to tell you, aside from all of your great recipes, and you're, you are a, let's call it out, a prolific author, <laughs> I think that what was always so fun about your classes is your sense of humor, your delivery. I mean, you just had a riot while you were actually learning great tips, too, and, and uh, I just, you deserve every ounce of that award. Aren't you sweet? Well, yeah, one time I was teaching a class and somebody from the Laugh Factory was in class. And they said, um, would you do stand-up for the open mic night? And I said, I don't do stand-up. And they said, well, you are hilarious. And I said, I don't mean to be hilarious. I'm just telling the truth about food. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can I see it. Mic, so. Yeah, that can be your next your next career. Well, you know, it's funny. Your, your cheesecake book had a little nod to Hollywood or at least television with the Golden Girls. And you, of course, have worked with Anthony Bourdain and you did some pastry work for some television shows, I remember. And so is that sort of what led you to wanting to talk about L.A. restaurants? No. What happened was is um, I was seeing these old restaurants stop um working you know these long old uh, hollywood type restaurants that all the stars would go to and then they were tearing the buildings down and i do a lot with the frank lloyd wright foundation up in chicago mm-hmm. doing food, chef evenings in their um locations and i was sick and tired of watching these places go down in a condo unit going up and we couldn't save the save them around los angeles so i thought if i don't write about them and take pictures of them before they're gone we won't have this history. So I put together my food history and my building history that I love, and I started researching the phone numbers because in Hollywood we had a lot of restaurants that you needed the secret phone number. There was no such thing as open table. So I would be able to obtain these secret places. And then a few of the places I worked at back in the 80s, and I worked in a pastry shop that provided pastry for about 10 of these locations. And so I was in the back kitchens all the time delivering the pastry. On Saturday, we didn't have any work, but I needed extra work, so I would deliver cakes. Mm -hmm. So that's how I got in the back of these restaurants, and I would see these things going on. So there's a few stories um, of each location. There's about 60 locations in the book, and I talk about stars, and I think I might have could get a lawsuit here and there because I know (laughs) truths. (laughs) <laughs> you know, oh, there's murders. Oh, there's so much fun in the book. And there's recipes. <laughs> I say murders and then recipes in the same uh, thing. But, um, yeah, we had one chef a uh, place that I worked. He, uh, on his lunch hour, he, t- he decided to kill his girlfriend, and he went around the corner where she lived and strangled her and then came back to finish his shift out. Oh, and, my uh, gosh. There that day. But um, it, it was a 
Hollywood true story that uh, was even on that TV show from E Entertainment or whatever. Yeah. So um, there's all sorts of uh, the Manson murders are listed in the book. I mean, it's a great read. I I talk dirt and um, it's all real dirt. Yeah. Oh my it's only gosh. Dirt if it's not true. So this is all true. That's right. So this actually can appeal to the history buff, the film and you know television and, and entertainment buff, the right. food buff. That is so cool. Yeah. Yeah, that is so, so cool. So what are fun book. what are some of the restaurants that you feature and what's a give us a little dish or a dirt on one or two of them? Well, when I do say I'm doing this book, when I I started this book 4 years ago and um I was researching it and all these different phone numbers and things that and I people would say are you putting the brown derby in because everyone remembers I love Lucy and the brown derby. Yeah. With, thing from the, her TV show. So it's in there, and I have a great picture of uh, her and uh, Desi when they used to go there. Um, I've got uh, the Brown Derby. I've got Chasen's, which um, that was a fascinating restaurant. That was a Republican restaurant. We had out here Republican and Democrat restaurants. You did not go to the restaurant that so-and-so would go to if you were not their p- political party. It oh, my part. gosh. Yeah. Yeah, so I've got uh, Ma Maison Restaurant, which where I started and Wolfgang Puck started, and um, that's where the guy killed somebody. And, and so, so that's amazing. And and was it when you were working there or no? Yeah, I was doing my apprenticeship, and uh, it was a guy named John Sweeney, and he went and killed his girlfriend, who she was um, Dominic Dunn, the writer from Vanity Fair. Oh, his, his daughter. daughter. I remember yeah. reading about when that, yeah. that when that happened in Vanity Fair. Yeah, yeah, and so that's why he was so. The guy got three and a half years for killing her, and that was it. Oh. And um, he got out, and he became a chef at a restaurant in Santa Monica, California, called the Chronicle. And when he was over at the Chronicle, uh, Dominic and his wife would go around the tables at lunchtime with little cards that said, "Your food is being prepared by the murder of our child." So people stopped eating there. John Sweeney is still alive, and in the book I write and tell you his real name now because he's going by a a fictitious name. Mm -hmm. And he lives in uh, Seattle, Washington State area, so he could be after me after this. Oh, well, you be safe, George, because that was really, I remember that was really, I hate to use this word, but I will, a sensational crime. Um, It really was. It was um, pretty, and it kind of did the dismay of uh, Malmaison Restaurant. Uh, people were really upset that the owner, uh, Patrick Terrell, that now lives in uh, Alabama, of all places, um, he kind of sided with his chef and not the crime. And so the stars cop- stopped going. And Orson Welles would go there every Thursday to have lunch. And when, when someone like Orson Welles stops, everybody stops. Oh, yeah. Back in the 80s. Yeah. So, wow. Uh, it was fascinating. Oh, well, the, I can just tell the book is going to be fascinating. Then, of course, from some of these really legendary and iconic restaurants, the recipes have to be amazing as well. Is there kind of a, uh, a leaning to the types of recipes in the book, or are they so varied you couldn't even define the cuisine? Oh. They're they're all different. Um, It was difficult in some restaurants finding um, recipes or the restaurants, if they were still available, they wouldn't give them to me. Um, I went around um, the Los Angeles Times, um, uh, Russ Parsons, that used to be over there. He was phenomenal in the research with the recipes themselves for me because the LA Times put out about five to 
maybe close to 10 cookbooks over the years since the 1920s. And they'd be recipes from all these restaurants. So I was able to get some that way. Uh, I think um, we've got some French restaurants, Italian restaurants. We have the first pizza restaurant that's still in operation in in Hollywood. That uh, It's a phenomenal little restaurant, um, Michelli's in uh, Hollywood, where the Beatles ate before they played the Hollywood Bowl 51 years ago this last year. Wow. And um, so they wouldn't give me a recipe at all, but they make this cheese bread that's not too hard to duplicate, so I put that in the recipe. That is so cool. Well, you can find out more about George and everything he's up to. Maybe you want to cruise with him. Maybe you want to get one of his books. Maybe you just want to sign up and follow everything he's doing, but his website is www.georgegeary.com. And I will, of course, put all his information on amy-tobin.com as well. But you've got to check out George's latest book, L.A.'s Legendary Restaurants. And of course, you can find more about his Cheesecake Bible, Complete Baking Cookbook, 125 Best Cheesecake Recipes, and more at georgegeary.com. George, it is so great to talk to you, and I will look forward to the next time we talk. And uh, when you come through town, make sure I know, because I'll come to your class or make sure we can at least go get a foot rub together. Uh, well, <laughs> yeah, we've done that in certain cities. <laughs> Definitely. Great to see you again, Amy. Sounds great. Thanks, George. Continued success to you. Thanks. Thanks for listening to Amy's Table, a girl's guide to living with Amy Tobin on Q102. For more, visit Amy's blog with Q102 online at WKRQ.com.